this episode is sponsored by audible.com. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do at least, Audible is a application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs, and I'm a huge fan of the wellness programs personally, but also the audiobooks. Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm -hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash the extra sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to audible.com for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Before we begin, we just wanted to real quick say a quick happy birthday. Happy birthday, Erin. Not only one of our patrons, but one of my friends since high school, which is, oh my God, been like 15 <laughs> fucking years, 14 years, something like that. One of my very first like real horror movie buddies. So longtime supporter of me and the podcast. So happy birthday. Love you. Hope you have a good week. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 88. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing 2016 film Train to Busan. It is a Korean film. So if you're going to watch it, if you haven't seen it for whatever reason, I'm sure most people have, except for Kristen and I. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it is subtitled and it was at least at the time of our viewing on netflix and it has been for a while so i'm assuming at the time you listen to this it probably still is it has a it is, that's where i watched it yeah, me too it, uh, it has a 94 percent critic score on rotten tomatoes and an 88 percent audience score which i feel like is low <laughs> right and but you know if you haven't seen this this is one of those where at least in my opinion i'm gonna start this off by saying go fucking watch it before you listen to this <sighs> okay mm. So, this is the first time I've seen this, and I think Kristen as well. Yeah. And this has been on my list of horror movies to watch for years now. I have heard so much hype about this film, and that's why it was on our list this year. Because it's just, people are jazzed about this movie, and I knew it was a zombie film. And, like, you know, I I like zombie films, but kind of like superhero movies I've talked about before. Like, I never just feel like sitting down and watching a zombie film. Like, it's right. things. Like, I never feel like doing. Boy, let me tell you. I guess, spoiler alert, this was such a good movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. But it destroyed me. Yeah. Just wrecked. Like, we'll get into it, but like, oh my god. And I think there's a sequel coming out. In, I'm this year it's supposed to I don't know what's going to happen with that now but yeah really interested to see how that plays out given how this played out so we'll go through this but it's honestly just a zombie film and, and I say just I'm not trying to discount that but a zombie film is a zombie right. film is a zombie film so yeah, with all the terrible tropes in it you know yes. people being assholes and selfish and all that yeah which is abundant yeah in this film but this one what i really enjoyed about it is it was a little bit more nuancy about it mm-hmm. there's this child and i before i even get into the character of the child i just wanted to mention the acting in this film 
but especially yeah. from this child actress. Oh my god, she's amazing. Oh my god, wow, so good. And I think that was one of the reasons this film was so gut wrenching is because of the acting. Because if you have a child actor that's like so so, but you put them in really emotional deep scenes, mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, you know it could land, but not be as effective. But holy shit, she punches you the whole time, over and over and over, with her performance. So Yeah, it's almost told through her yes. this whole time, which is really interesting. Yeah, because children are often present in these movies, but they're oftentimes to remind you that children are a hindrance mm-hmm. in a zombie situation, which she's really not. I mean, there are a couple times where you're like, <laughs> but it's not because she is being a pain in the ass it's mostly to maintain humanity yeah she cares about people yeah and it's a story about a father and daughter which immediately i was like and Mm, yeah it's a beautiful story but her father is this corporate bigwig basically a fund manager is what they call him and so he is kind of this I'm not going to say trope, but he symbolizes basically in our culture. I know this is an American film, but for the sake of us, corporate America, let's say. But same thing over there. (laughs) You know, this is not an American film, but I'm saying for the sake of talking about this uh, over here. He's basically in corporate America, but, you know, he's a symbol of kind of greed greed, capitalism exactly another symbol comes in later as well that kind of takes that over from him as his character changes a little bit but he definitely is the you know every man for himself he even tells his daughter later because she wants to help everybody no you only fend for yourself in this situation you care about nobody which is frustrating because there it's both sides it doesn't have to be one or the other you can help people as long as you think you can both survive absolutely and this was interesting one of my first I didn't really make notes about all the plot points like sometimes I'll be like okay in this scene this happened but I still even without making all of these like plot notes have like two pages of notes and one of the first this was one of the first like we've seen wildlife reanimate I think in the 28 days films they're yeah but they barely ever do it yeah that's really cool see wildlife reanimate like out in the wild usually it's like in a lab yeah and it was a cool effect yeah the zombies in this have cool reanimation they don't just wake up and like lumber on up it's almost Mm -hmm. like those you know those scary demons that like crack and like they're fucking up like these are the epitome of zombies you fucking don't want Mm-hmm. they're not the slow like listless like they're coming at you no these motherfuckers get bit and in like a few minutes they're like up and at them and they're running at like superhuman speed to come and get you mm-hmm. T- terrifying and before zombies even start i was already wrapped up in this family story mm-hmm. which is another really neat element to this zombie film because there are some films that do that where you care about the family but then the zombies start and you're like oh zombies but this one i was already wrapped up in this yeah you don't usually care right away they do a good job even before the zombies i was like i know i'm watching a zombie film but if i was watching like a family drama i'd already be into it granted you do not care about the father he's an asshole i cared about his character development though like 
I personally was like, okay, so. Because you knew he was going to get redeemed in the end? Yeah, because like, yeah. you know that it's just him and his daughter, and now he has to protect his daughter. So you know that he starts off as this, like, like he got, it's his daughter's birthday during this, which shitty. Worst birthday ever. <laughs> yeah. And he gets her a Wii, and she already fucking has one sitting in her room right there in front of him. And he missed her recital. And so, you know, he's kind of this stereotypical absent corporate dad. Like, he's a mm-hmm. single father. He's divorced. And he's he has already had the scene fighting with his ex-wife on the phone about get her getting on a train to go to the city where her mother is, which is Busan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can go by myself. I don't need you. Because she just assumes her dad's not going to go with her because he's too busy wrapped up in his own life and his own work. But he is guilted by basically his mother, who's pretty much taking care of his daughter at home, who lives with mm-hmm. them. He, she's like, fucking take your kid on her birthday to Busan. Just fucking do it. So Yeah, he doesn't listen to the women in his life enough. And that is apparent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he does. And that's pretty much what ends up saving, you know, their lives, kind of. Mm-hmm. because eventually you hear his mother die over the phone which is terrible and super sad <laughs> which happens pretty early actually after this note his mom dies over the phone pretty early so had they stayed behind he would have lost his daughter so yeah do things for your children <laughs> like mm-hmm. but you also hear that she was performing in a little recital for her class and she stopped singing and he like lectures her about finish what you start and you find out later that she stopped singing because she had practiced specifically to perform it for him and he didn't show up yep which is just so sad like that i know that this movie is about zombies and we'll get into them eventually but the dynamic that they're building here is so important at the end so yeah yeah coming from somebody who did have a parent that worked way too much and didn't come to many recitals it's terrible i'm sure see and i cannot relate i can i can't relate to that because my parents were at everything but like had they not been it would have devastated me because i can imagine you know thinking about rehearsing all those things you picture your parents in the audience being proud of you and then mm-hmm. for them not to show up, I can't imagine how devastating that is. Yeah, I remember just like tangent for a second. Yeah. I remember when I was seven, and my mom never came to anything ever. And she came one time to a field trip when we were going to go pick pumpkins. And, and uh, I, for some reason, wasn't assigned to her car to ride to the pumpkin patch. And I fucking lost it. I bet. This I is- burst into tears and it was just she and I in the car and I got yelled at. Aww. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a crucial moment. And it was obviously traumatic that she hadn't gone to anything else, which is why you had a meltdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely feel for that little girl because, you know, I feel like that little girl. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of, you know, I can't really say like you relate in one way and I relate to another, but like we'll get there eventually. But I think people (laughs) can kind of put two and two together there. But right. So another thing that I made a note about the zombies is another reason they're fucking terrifying is because they don't even really care to just stop and eat these people. 
they just attack. Like they'll attack you. And then if they see someone else living, they'll just leave whatever they're doing to go attack somebody else. So yes, you could get, get some time if they're feasting on something else, but they'll just fucking leave whatever they're doing to go attack you. Even if there's plenty of body left to feast on, that's not yeah. like they really care. They're just attacking to attack, you know? So you're going to buy yourself some time, let's say, if you throw somebody at them. But as soon as they see you continuing to run after this person's gone down, they're just going to continue to come after you. Mm -hmm. It's not like in The Walking Dead where you can just feed them something and move on. <laughs> nope. So literally the worst kind of zombies I think I've seen in a film in a really long time. Yeah. There was a lot of visual things that I really enjoyed in this movie with these zombies. So... First of all, his mom dies, which is awful. But they're also right after this scene, they are in the train for most of this movie. So up until the last like 35 minutes and ex with the exception of a few scenes, they're pretty much in the train for most of the film here, like most yeah. of the zombie outbreak. So they have a limited set and they really did a lot with it, which was really cool. But the visuals of them, like they pass through a station and they slow down and the visuals of them going through the station and people being desperate and wanting on the train and then getting attacked was really neat. And I'm not sure, maybe it's because we've been watching a lot of old films recently. And so to watch a new one when I've been immersed in the 50s and 60s so much recently, maybe they didn't do anything with the color saturation and I've just been watching a lot of old films, but it was just a really colorful film. And I don't know why mm -hmm. that stuck with me so much, but there were a lot of blues and then red with the blood. I don't know why that stuck with me so much, but it did. So, and then of course the people on the train are figuring it out. And this is when you get your, usually in zombie films or apocalypse films, you get your newsreels. Mm -hmm. And I made a note there, there was a specific news clip of them hanging off of helicopters yeah that they dropped down on poor kids skateboarding yeah that obviously fucking died that sucks yeah i don't know if it was just like i don't think it was i don't know if it was like intentional dropped or they were just on that and that's just, yeah that's just when they just like fell off yeah yeah and they just um these poor kids were just hanging out and it just ended up on like the internet as like an internet clip and then these poor kids these teenagers and then the fucking government says, to the best of our knowledge, your safety is not in jeopardy. And then the next clip is just cities on fire. Yeah. And it's like, that's real. <laughs> like, that That's interesting because it's not the United States, It's but it's so interesting how in times of even non-zombie crisis, pandemic scale crisis, governments are just so interesting. To watch as they respond to things you know or don't or don't they're like you're fine and then yeah, it's a hoax lots of people dead just saying no, they're faking <laughs> what we're not political i have no idea what you're talking about no idea and then you and then the daughter so you've got these people that are kind of starting to come together in a sense that you realize are going to be our group for the entirety of the movie. You yeah, we have like a baseball team. Yeah, and you've got the uh, husband and wife. Mm -hmm. And she's pregnant and he's like our comic relief. But also oh, I love him. He's our yeah. hero. He's yeah. our hero. And our, he's also like our comic relief. He's like our pillar of strength. Yes. Because 
our the dad you're like okay he's gonna be like our do it douchebag yeah like you think he's gonna like get his shit together but he doesn't until like way later until he gets a few people killed you know right because he's he's still like and i'll give him that he's just trying to keep him and his daughter safe but he's still like calling his corporate connections like hey this is the train i'm on is this next city safe and they're like yeah so when you get there don't go to the main square because those people are going to be quarantined if you go over to this side i'll have people come pick you up and like he doesn't give a shit about any of the other people even though his daughter has made you know real human connections with this pregnant woman and his and her husband you know Mm mm-hmm and also this what i would assume was a homeless man that just made it onto this train and saw some shit like he's terrified yeah oh, i'm so proud of the homeless man he like stays in it till the end he keeps yeah, up yeah. he does but before they even get to that station and the zombies start attacking the train i was literally jumping up and down screaming at the tv because they're running through each of these train cars and there are doors behind them shut the fucking door shut the fucking door no, Kristen, that's too obvious. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. And Connor was mentioning, he's like, well, it looks like they're automatic. Maybe they can't. And then at the end of all the panic, they shut the fucking door. I was so mad. Yeah. Well, and I think it comes down to like, this is like a something that I, this is just an assumption. I think it's one of those things because this film has a lot of commentary on human nature. I think it's one of those things where like somebody else will fucking do it. You know, yeah. like, it's not my fucking problem, but then nobody's going to do it, you know, exactly. which is why I like our hero, the guy with the pregnant wife, because both of them, her included, they're smart mm-hmm. and they do it like that guy shuts the door. Then you see a zombie staring at you. So the pregnant woman puts up some newspapers so you can't fucking see them and they don't bother you as much. I love that team. Yeah. And they rely a lot on their sight. These zombies do, which we mm-hmm. see later in the film when we're going through dark tunnels. Like if they don't see you or hear you, they're not going to be coming at you, you know, which mm-hmm. I guess is most zombies, but specifically they rely a lot on their visuals. So they're not going to really be coming at you if they can't see you. So there was a lot of tools that these people used eventually, like a fire extinguisher. They basically, Mm -hmm. you know, fogged up this, this door with fire extinguisher shit so that they couldn't be seen and stuff like that. And then I made a note too, like, this little girl has made these connections and she is such a good person. She is, Mm -hmm. she's too good. Like, and that's the point of her character is she is the innocence. She is the bright light. And there are a few characters that are like this, but not to her level. You know, she is the, I need to save everybody. I need to, what about them? What about them, daddy? And she even calls her dad out. She's like, you only care about yourself. Like, I hate you. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. There's even a point where all the survivors are still on the train and they're trying to make it to a different train car so they don't have to watch the dead people. And there's these pair of elderly sisters. And Gosh. the little girl offers up her seat for the elderly one of the elderly sisters. And he goes, why'd you do that? You don't have to do that. You should take care of yourself. And she goes, well, grandma's knee is always hurt. Yeah. She even calls her granny. Yeah. She even fucking calls her granny. And I made yeah. it into that too. I was like, oh my God, my heart. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. This I, I teared up a lot in this. Yeah, I'll get there. And I'm super mad. 
and and that's what this movie did so well like the um, the just raw emotion that drew from you as a viewer so good because a lot of zombie movies like they'll make you mad just like on a human level like yeah just like people being dumb yeah but like and you will care to an extent but i watched now i know there's not like i didn't watch all the seasons but i watched the walking dead for five seasons and didn't care about any of them as much as i cared about this little girl and this is only a two-hour movie you know what i mean like they did such a good job with that so good yeah i disagree glenn's amazing i did like glenn but i stopped watching before all that happened so like you know (laughs) sobbing just tears streaming down my face i love glenn i did like glenn he was my favorite character i probably would have cried had i gotten that far but i didn't i fucking didn't so but i did i do know about that that's some bullshit but so there they get to a point and they come to a this town where i was talking about earlier where he contacted his corporate people and they were like hey when you get to the city they're quarantining a bunch of people so if you don't want to get quarantined go off to the east plaza don't go to the main one and he's like okay great and then he grabbed his daughter and he's like we're fucking going this way we're not going to go that way and she's like but what about my people yeah, you don't all go get quarantined and you don't care and that's when she gets like really frustrated with her dad because she's like you only care about yourself yeah he's like yeah and you should only care about yourself too and she's like mm, but we have to get them and he's like no but that information was not up to date because even all of the military that was quarantining the people are now fucking zombies and so now we have this all of these people that are going to go get quarantined are now being fucking chased through this train station. Yeah. But once again, the pregnant lady and the husband, he's amazing. They're on an escalator and they're trapped and he lifts his wife up and over onto the stairs so they can fucking get out. Love him. Yes. And he also like, there's a handful of them, a few uh, uh, from this baseball team. And he even, Oh, I love the baseball players. Yep. Even though he doesn't like this corporate guy, he even calls him a bloodsucker. He's like, what does your daddy do? And she's like, he's calling him jerk. Yeah. (laughs) They get almost pretty fucked up. He even waits for him, even though he's like, I fucking hate you, but let's go. Even yeah. if he wouldn't have done the same. Exactly. Like, even the homeless man saves that the jerk's life. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of when this character starts coming around. Our dad starts seeing that all these people are saving him, even though he wouldn't have done the same for him. Yeah. This is really when we have a breakthrough because we're having to run through this train station that has all these glass doors. And I made a note here. The This is such a cool scene because the train is leaving and most of these characters and these groups are getting split up. So we have the daughter with the pregnant woman, but dad and her husband are behind trying to get these door closed with some of these baseball players, you know, so a lot of these groups are being split up and having to go with other people that are starting to take care of people that are not their own. Yeah, and I love the baseball players. You see them in the beginning and you think they're just like punk teenagers, right? They fucking care for people. Oh my God, they're amazing. But unfortunately, most of them get taken out here. Mm -hmm. There are these glass doors they're trying to contain 
most of these zombies here, but it takes a lot for them to get these doors locked. They get them locked, but pretty quickly after, all these zombies spill out like water. And this water and flood visual comes through a lot with these zombies breaking through glass. And that's one of the cool, it's not the first time a zombie film or a show has done that, but the scale to which this one does it, I thought was really pretty in a fucked up way. Like yeah. filling through windows and doors like water was really cool. Yeah. And there's this this extravagant chase scene of all of these people trying to get onto this moving train. And that's when the dad does help the man with the pregnant. Finally. Fi- he, 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 this is kind of his breakthrough moment of. Yeah. Or okay. even grabbing the baseball player. There's one baseball player left and he's seeing all his friends die. Yeah. And that guy finally picks him up and gets him going. He finally saves a goddamn life. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And so now we are fine. You know, we, we get, our group is kind of together, except they're in separate cars because, again, we've had a lot of separation. Some people got on this car of the train. Some people got on this car of the train. And then in between some of these are cars full of zombies. So yeah. now we have to strategically get from point A to point B because our little girl and our pregnant wife and some of these other characters get stuck in a bathroom. Uh, mm-hmm. Which she's so smart. Yeah, the the pregnant lady sees that there's nowhere to go. They're like in between two cars that are full of zombies, one with a broken door. Mm-hmm. And she finds a bathroom and she just kind of quietly just shoves everybody in there. Yep. And it was close too because they mm-hmm. the zombies were kind of turned around and she's like, oh, okay, we are going in here. I want to comment about something really quick though. Yeah. I feel like people in all movies and horror don't kick enough. That is your strongest weapon. I promise you my thigh is stronger than my fist. So oh, fucking kick sure. them. Yeah, for sure. My upper body strength would be nothing. <laughs> in exactly. Like I would probably be able to like at least do a little bit more damage kicking. But if I punch, literally a zombie would laugh at me. Be like, okay, Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> kick more often, people. Ted talks with Kristen. <laughs> exactly. This is how you survive a horror movie. You kick. You kick. The, also, I, I wanted to mention, so now we have the dad, a baseball player, and the husband to the pregnant wife. And they're all three need to get to the ones that are trapped in the bathroom. Yeah, they are in car nine and have to get to car 13. That's a long trek. Yep. And these zombies, like I said, these aren't the, like, listless, like, just kind of wandering around zombies. It'll be like, hey, look, there's a person. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get that. Nah. Mm-hmm. They are, like, like, they're bionic fucking zombies. So, what they do is they get the, they get some bats. You know, the baseball team had some bats, which is helpful. And they wrap up their arms and they duct tape their arms you know things we've seen before like harder to penetrate skin if they're wrapped up and duct tape Mm -hmm. and so they're basically just gonna start punching their way through these cars Mm -hmm. but what they realize when they're walking through these cars they go through a tunnel and the lights and uh, flashing lights in the darkness of the tunnels basically render the zombies confused enough and unable to see enough for them to basically get to the other side uh, and so they're able to 
do that or at least punch themselves through enough and so they are able to get to the other side but what's also a sad moment we get here is two of these guys are like working their way through and then the baseball player gets to the car with all of his friends oh my god i it broke my heart for him yeah poor kid i mean he's what 17 that's terrible he's really young and it's not like this has been something he's been able to like ruminate on for a while you know this just happened probably like 20 minutes ago they just turned into zombies it's not like this is even if it was an hour ago like this just happened yeah well i mean when they got to the place where they were gonna potentially be quarantined you see him a cheerleader a couple of his baseball buddies but like an elderly woman a young kid he's obviously saved a bunch of people in that room Mm -hmm. good job kid yeah it's just that, like, and the other two guys are like, "All right, he is not going to be of any help, so let's let's do this without him." And which I think is good. It's not like they hate him for that; they understand. Yeah, and, and that was right before right before they were really going to need him is when the tunnel came and you know gave mm-hmm. him a little bit of time. But they are able to make it to the others, and then what I thought was really interesting was they actually to get everyone else through the tunnels is they on the GPS planned out when their next tunnel tunnels were coming. So they could kind of see what they're like, okay, we have two minutes here and two minutes here. And then a couple miles here. And mm-hmm. they also started crawling in the cargo storage above, you know, like when you store your carry ons in an airplane or a train, but most of us haven't been on trains, but kind of up above the seats, they were crawling, yeah. which was really smart. And another thing that I made a note of the suspense in this film was high the entire time like they did such a good job of building that anxiety which it did keep me on edge the entire time because again even some of these auxiliary members of the group you really did in my opinion yeah care about all of them oh yeah I said that to Connor I was so tense and shaking and I told him I was like I officially love all of these people and I know someone's gonna die at least one yeah at least because it's it's terrible it's a zombie film like you know who they're gonna take out like the only ones that i was like maybe safe i was like are they really gonna kill a pregnant lady like yeah exactly that's why i told connor he's like they could kill her i was like but i bet the the father of the pregnant lady's baby you know he's more important he's more gut-wrenching yep that's right especially because they mentioned that oh we don't have a name yet and i was like oh that's gonna come in later and boy (laughs) (laughs) i was right and, and to have such a limited set, and this is when I made this note, for the suspense to be this high and to have all of these intricate scenes and for to only be in, in tr- a train for most of this film is such a, an incredible use of your actors and your space and creativity. I just really respected all of the the filmmakers and the writers and the directors and the the crew and like everything about it was just I thought was really well done to be so successful at what it was trying to do like I just I know I sound like a fangirl talking about this but I was just blown away by what they were able to achieve with what they were trying to do here but Mm -hmm. and I know that they are trying to get through this and they're trying to get to the last car where the, the cheerleader 
is waiting for, she says, my friend, my friend, which is the baseball player. And their end goal is to get into that car because they're traveling back. So why would they go all the way back up? You know, they're just going to keep going back. Well, this is when we get our final asshole, if you will. I don't. Mm -hmm. And there's always one in every horror movie who gets everyone killed. Especially zombie movie. Especially zombie movies. You think it's going to kind of be the dad at first, but you know that, like, because his daughter is so sweet and innocent, like, it can't really... And he's our main guy. Yeah, it can't really be him for the whole film. Like, he's going to get a redemption arc, which he does. But this guy, he is now turned into the greed character. Because mm-hmm. our dad's not anymore. They're, they're not letting them in to the car because he is there's and you have to remember too this car is full of survivors and most of them are just common people that are scared and this man is so selfish he's just a dude like he is is, i don't know if he's part of the rail system he is some sort of he's an owner of another train company right okay and he just he's just trying to save himself he's looking out for himself and so he's like he doesn't want more people because the odds, you know, stack against you more the more people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he basically is like, but they could be infected. You don't want them in here, right? They could be infected. And so the other people, they get that mob mentality of like, oh my God, he's right. What if they are infected? Right. So they tie the entrance shut so these people can't get in. But unfortunately, they weren't able to close off the other door quick enough because they made a noise and a mistake trying to get out of the last car they were in. And this is when, oh God, this is when the husband of our pregnant woman gets bit trying to hold them off. So everyone yeah, else can get in. This fucking pissed me off. So he's holding the last door shut and trying to keep all the zombies away. Awesome. Nobody's helping him. Nobody fucking comes to help him for the longest fucking time. And then... Yeah, and then when our asshole finally does come over, he's slamming a baseball bat into one of the zombies. It's a woman. And he's smashing her into the ground. Great. Keep going until her fucking skull concaves. What are you doing? Because he doesn't actually kill her, and she creeps up and bites the fucking guy's hand. the, The good guy. I would keep swinging until there was a mass of blood on the ground. Hmm, or teeth or something something but nope he got bit and then this whole scene this is like really when like i just became like emotionally unraveled from like here on out and there's still like like 40 minutes left in this movie (laughs) yeah so he gets bit and then our little girl is just standing there crying just seeing people be horrible to each other because we're trying to get into, I say we, like I'm in this, we're trying to get into this car to be safe. And then like right on the other end, there are zombies trying to get us. And then the only reason we can't get into this car is because people are being selfish assholes, right? Mm-hmm. Just seeing somebody that she now pretty much loves because we're in a tragedy and she's nine. So now this is her family basically. Yeah. Bit. So she knows she's not stupid. She knows what's going on. He's going to become one of these things. She just saw that. So she's crying and she's seeing people be awful to each other. And she knows that's wrong. And she doesn't understand why people are just so terrible. She's just crying. And then, of course, the pregnant woman is sobbing because her partner. Husband's dead now, basically. Yes. And then he names his 
baby with like says that's our baby's name he says it and then she uh, this whole sequence just fucked me right up like and it gets worse like this whole movie just gets worse yeah but the baseball player he's fucking amazing he can't get through this door so he just starts taking a baseball bat to this fucking door yeah and makes it through which i think the baseball bat would fail first but nope it doesn't he eventually gets his arm through and they're basically slamming this so hard i'm surprised it didn't break his arm but he is not great pulling his arm back out he's like nope y'all are gonna have to break it off because we're getting in here yep and the dad is also he has a moment of seeing selfishness of humanity and the purity of his daughter's soul like he he takes a moment and takes this in as well and they get into the car especially is when he takes this all in and this is when he's like he's infected he's infected yeah but before that we lose another member oh you're right so they break in the door and then they have to open another one which is where the baseball kid's arm gets stuck in there they finally forced that one open. There's two women on the other side that are a part of our our team. But they're stuck with the people that don't want them in. Yeah. And if I were those fucking women, once again, start kicking. There's three fucking guys keeping these women back and this baseball player from coming in. Start fucking kicking. I don't even care if you can't reach nuts. Like, find them. Find I don't them. understand. Reach for the nuts. <laughs> one of them her sister's on the other side the other this girl's boyfriend and the last person she knows on this train is on the other side i would be fucking doing everything to get to the other side yeah yeah and actually the one of the elderly sisters sacrifices herself i don't get why oh my god this was the other one that I was i was so pissed off by the stupidity of this one because it was dumb they made it through all the old lady had to do was walk through but instead she just shakes her head and stands there and gets eaten what what i don't know maybe it was to make i assume to make a statement because what eventually comes to fruition here (laughs) because of her is after this scene the asshole well the second asshole not the dad the dad's graduated from asshole so yeah. we're not going to refer to him as asshole anymore. He's graduated. He know he's not an asshole anymore. Now, if we say asshole, it is the man that has taken over this spot, and it is this the owner of the other train company. Yes, correct. It is the one that didn't want them in in the first place, and he basically the dad goes after him, and he's like, "You got them killed." And when he's on top of him, like you know, fuck you. I'd keep punching. Oh, yeah. Keep punching. He looks at him and he's like, his eyes, he's infected. And he knows damn well he's not. Like, he Mm -hmm. knows he's not. And then he gets this mob mentality going of like, get out. You got to get out of here. Get out of here. And so they kick them out of the car. And then the other half of the elderly sister sees, you know, she sees her sister and she's talking to her and crying. And she's like, you know, thanking her for everything that she's done. And she's done with with human beings in general she saw that what they did to the other people and she sees what they're doing and how terrible they're being and she comes to this resolve that they're not worth saving and she just lets the zombies in and she just lets them kill everybody and you know i don't necessarily agree with that i mean like i get it but there were just a lot of innocent scared people that were unfortunately she should have gone with our ragtag team that survived all that bullshit she should have gone with them let the assholes be assholes yeah 
Well, and like I said, like there was one asshole and then just a bunch of scared people, mm-hmm. you know. But I get it. She's just like, well, humans just deserve to die in general, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but, right. you know. But then, of course, the fucking asshole lives through that. Of course. Hold up with one, the of, or with with one of the ticket takers. Yeah, who was also kind of like his uh, accomplice, you know. Yeah. And fucking, he is holed up in the bathroom, and we end up in this kind of, it's like a train station, but we there's a blockage on the tracks, and so we have, have to, like, switch trains, basically. Mm-hmm. Which the conductor is awesome. Yeah. He's pretty cool. You don't get enough of him, but he yeah. definitely has a heart. He cares about people. He basically tells him, he's like, okay, we're stopping at the station. If anyone's alive, I need y'all to get out. I'm going to go try to find another train. Mm-hmm. And he does. He finds another train and gets it started. Yep. He sure fucking does. But, unfortunately, asshole that's holed up in the bathroom fucking gets out by pushing someone in front of the zombies. That's how he, like, escapes. Yeah. And he does that multiple times. Yeah. And he fucking does that. Ooh. He does that to one of our characters. One of our, to our sweet girlfriend. Yes. Of So the cheerleader for the baseball team, we have one baseball player left, just to remind everybody. Yep. And his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. And, and he protects her so much the whole time. Like two trains almost fall on top of them. And he goes to duck to save her too. He's a great kid. Yep. And all that just be thrown into a zombie. Yeah. And then he stays with his girlfriend and she eats him. And then we move back to our hero, the pregnant lady, the little girl, mm-hmm. and the homeless man. Yeah. But unfortunately, a flaming train comes, like, screaming down the track at them. And it doesn't quite collapse on top of them, but it does collapse over them and... They're kind of pinned, but they find a way out. But unfortunately, these zombies, like, fall out of this train. Again, like water coming through a window. And the homeless man that has been with them, and he has been the most terrified of these the whole time, is the one that sacrifices himself to get them out. I told Connor, I was like, you know, I actually think that'd be me. I think I would sacrifice myself for people, but goddamn, he ends up left alone to get eaten by zombies. Well, he actually gets smushed, but uh, that that left alone part is the worst. Like, at least stay with me while I'm dying. Yeah, that sucks. Really because we've talked about this before, but like a zombie death has to be one of the most terrible. Brutal. I told Connor that too. There's like electric wires just fizzing about, or there is zombies above you. I would choose being electrocuted a billion times over. Yeah, or just like, I don't know, can you make the train fall over on top of me real quick? Is there a way you yeah. can do that? Like after your you did. Yeah, I hope it was quick because mm-hmm. like just getting your insights. And again, these are zombies where like if they get distracted, they're just going to leave you. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're just going to go for the next thing that's moving. They need to be like stimulated, I guess, because <laughs> they don't really seem to care. Like, yeah, they want to rip you open, but they don't really seem to care to want to eat you. you yeah. Know? That's just awful. And then the fucking asshole kills the conductor. The conductor comes to save him. 
Yeah, because unfortunately he didn't know that this dude is an asshole the whole time because he's been driving the fucking train. And he's been trying to save all these people. He gets yep. them another train and then the guy's running to the train and Twist He's like, hurry, hurry. Yeah, and we're like, yes, he's down. No, nope, exactly. he's not down. Well, he is. But then the conductor's like, okay, do I keep going? Do I go get the guy? And he's like, fuck, I gotta go get this guy. He goes and gets this guy and then this guy gets him fucking killed. Yep. But we do have a train, and so our father and daughter and pregnant lady get on this train, finally. It's like a really, like, you're kind of like, run, 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 because the zombie's coming after them. And this poor pregnant woman, she's like, pregnant. Oh, yeah. She's like seven months, eight She keeps making moves, and I'm like, are you in labor? Oh, God. I know. She keeps, like, holding herself, and she's like, I'm like, oh, God, what? (laughs) No, not right now. I'm glad they didn't do that though, because that would be like a little too much. Uh, Tropy. Yeah. But they They always do that. Yeah. Like I would understand because that much stress, Mm -hmm. see that putting someone into labor. But I was like, I can't. We can't do that. Like that's. (laughs) But they don't. And they do get up onto the train. And it's just, it's not like a full train with cars. It's just like the front engine part. I don't know. But you know what I mean? They get on the train. They're on the train. They're on the train. They're on the fucking train. Yeah, they, they're on the train. We're in the last like 15, 20 minutes of this film. And you're like, okay, cool. Train to Busan. We're going to Busan. We know Busan is safe because we get a call from like his assistant or somebody right underneath him. And he said, oh my God, this came from this bio plant. And that was the centerpiece of our plan. Is this my fault? Is this my fault? So just a little throw in there. This could be their fault. (laughs) (laughs) And they go to talk to the conductor and it's not the conductor. It's our grade A asshole who got bit and is in the process of turning. And then we have this struggle And, you know, in your head, like, when you're watching this, it's like, it's not that hard. Just throw him over the fucking train. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm sure it wouldn't be that easy. Yeah. I told Connor, though, I'm the worst person. Because as soon as he walked out of the little area, I'd throw him over the train. Like, no, you can see he's changing and he's been an ass the whole time. And he's like, I'm scared. Like, I just want to go home. And they're like, well, now you're going to be under the train. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Yeah, same. Like, I wouldn't have hesitated because he's not, like, full strength yet. And, you know, as soon as he turns, he's going to be, like, superhuman zombie. Exactly. And if he's not full strength and he hasn't really turned, maybe he won't fucking bite you. Let's get the show on the move. But he fights, dad fights him off. And pregnant lady even, like, throws in there and helps. And then he fucking bites the dad on the hand. Because the dad puts his hand over the dude's fucking mouth. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Put it around his neck. Something. Are you kidding me? I don't know, man. But let me tell you. Let me t- I I wasn't necessarily not prepared, but I kind of thought, like, you know, they had killed off a sufficient amount of people we cared about at this point. You know That I mean? this would be our little family? You know, little I, thought girl, the maybe, woman. I thought that maybe, because we... I thought that maybe we would get away with it. <laughs> we, don't. we fucking don't. And this is when, like, I'd already cried. You know, I was already emotionally distraught because of the pregnant woman yeah. and her husband. I was watching the scene and thought you were probably just destroyed. I was fucking ruined. I'm ruined. Yeah. I 
okay i'd already had a rough day like mental health was like not doing great and then i was like i'm gonna watch train to busan <laughs> i was like how bad could a zombie poor be? decision <laughs> and so let me just tell you that i i knew that it was going to be bad and i knew i was going to be sad but like he put he knows his time is running out right and he puts his daughter and our our pregnant friend in the front and he's like that's the break hit it when it's appropriate you know we're going through all that and he puts oh my god he puts his daughter i may cry i may fucking cry i was like no i'm over it i'm i'm not i'll just do it i'll just do it i'll just do it okay great he puts his daughter over in the other section. He sets her aside so it's just personal time between them. And he basically says his goodbyes to her. And then she won't let go of his arm. And she's just crying so hard. And he starts to cry. And he finally breaks her hand off. And he can leave. And he goes to the back of the train. And he just bawls because he can hear her freaking out. And as he's turning, he just envisions her as a baby when she was born and how sweet that was and then he steps off the train dude and the what really got me was the screaming for him that child scream that mommy daddy come back yeah yeah and her like banging and then i really thought it was beautiful him stepping off the train was not like a violent shot it was just his shadow like peacefully stepping off the train because and he makes sure it's at the back of the train so she can't see yeah because a zombie movie is inherently violent especially when they turn you know and he just stepped off the back of the train like it was and the the music kind of got quiet and the train sounds kind of got quiet and then that was that and then like Mm -hmm. i really fucking lost it when they're walking through the tunnel to get into Busan and she in the beginning said she didn't finish the song and he said you need to finish what you start and she said I didn't finish it because I almost did it for you and then she's sobbing in the tunnel and finishing the song and I was like yeah and that's what saves their lives because there's actually military on the other side with a fucking sniper rifle on them and they're not sure if those are zombies or not but they hear the little girl singing when I tell you I was sobbing at the end of this movie my husband was on his playstation and he has turtle beach he has a turtle beach over the ear headset and those are fucking nice thought that somebody had called my phone from texas to tell me that somebody had died and he was like are you okay what is wrong and i was like the movie and he was like the horror the zombie movie and i was just shaking my head and he started laughing at me and his headset wasn't muted and his friends were like what'd she watch and brad was like train to busan and his friend was like oh yeah (laughs) yeah, (laughs) i literally i i sent a snapchat to a few friends and i was like crying i was like has anybody seen train to busan i really need to talk (laughs) (laughs) and i got my one of my friends was like oh yeah yeah (laughs) so (laughs) dude like shoulders heaving up and down and like i haven't had a movie like very different reason but i haven't had a movie made me cry like that since we fucking saw tigers not afraid man yeah like it got me good i I was like i'll watch it again but like uh, i gotta be prepared yeah i don't think it'll affect me as much the second time because you kind of know it's coming and like you can assume it's coming in this but like it's just it hits different though mm-hmm. you know they did a really good job on his death scene mm-hmm. oh my god and the way she acted it dude 
like the whole time she did good but like i don't know what she had in her but she mm -hmm. just let it out man this last the last scene oh my god so good but i'm glad you know who they did let survive that was a good decision because mm -hmm. you know they let the innocent survive and i yeah. love that because a lot of times they just like brutality mm -hmm. and they like shock value and i'm not saying this movie wasn't shocking in a lot of ways but they let they truly did let the the innocent prevail and i really liked and appreciated that so yeah agree this was a great movie the only trivia i have was pretty interesting this is the first south korean movie to ever pass a million dollars really mm -hmm. huh they've had more after it but Oh, in 2016 sure. this was the first one which is really cool good for them dude <laughs> really mm -hmm. good yeah i loved this movie five out of five there there were so many emotions but that's not bad for me i love getting so enraged sometimes that i want to scream at the screen but also crying about it later it's yeah great movie I amazing totally agree i will also give this a five that was i don't like sobbing during movies but if you can do it mm -hmm. i'm in like you did yeah. a really effective job at what you were trying to do so yeah exactly five i for us to record almost an hour without having to like really stop and do a walk like i know we talked about scenes but it wasn't like so this is what this happened here here, yeah. here and just have conversation like that yeah you need you should watch it i know we're probably one of the last in the horror community to not <laughs> right. watch it but you know like but watch it is great yeah <laughs> watch it again because oh five out of five a million times over yeah for sure well thank you for hanging out with us as we go through this emotional wreckage you can find <laughs> us on all of our social medias of course the extra sisters podcast or just at the extra sisters on twitter thank you so much to our patrons we appreciate you guys as always and if you would like to join our little patron family there's only two tiers a one dollar a month tier and a five dollar a month tier you can find us on patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast and next time there is no escape from something you cannot see till then stay creepy